Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And we are thankful and, and blessed to have you with us today. So, dis- so glad that you decided to join us as we are coming awfully close to concluding our study of the book of Revelation. We are going to be in chapter 21 today. I think we'll do a brief review of chapter 20 and then uh, dive right into chapter 21, the New Jerusalem. Oh, and I know pastor's ready for this one, as am I. Uh, So without further ado, your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. Pastor? Thank you, Curtis. Um, And thank you for inviting us into your home. Um, we pray that you're being blessed by these studies. Um, and because we certainly are. Oh, absolutely. The uh, the people that learn the most are the people that teach. And yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. and so we're learning so much more, even though, <laughs> uh, even though this is probably my hundredth reading of the book of the Revelation <laughs> over the last 50 years. And uh, I always find something new. And uh, speaking of new, when we get into Revelation chapter 21, you're going to see four new things. So be ready for that. Now let's do a quick review. Uh, in chapter 20, uh, we, we, we talked about the millennial kingdom, the thousand years reign of Jesus Christ here on earth with his saints. In chapter 19, he comes back to earth with his saints and then he sets up, and he, he, and then there's a battle of Armageddon. And then he sets up his kingdom in, uh, in, in uh, Jerusalem, and the uh, and the millennial age uh, begins. And so that's Christ ruling and reigning for a thousand years while Satan is bound, and and, um, and then we see that at the end of those thousand years, uh, Satan was loosed and he gathered together an army. And there was another battle. And, of course, Christ won the battle with the sword of his mouth. That's right. Yeah, we didn't have to to take up arms or anything. We didn't have to lift a saber. Our king is able. So, And so we left uh, off our study at the end of chapter 20. And uh, I I probably should review this too in chapter 20 there's the great white throne judgment where oh, yeah. all the all the unsaved yeah. will will be raised to stand before the great white throne judgment yeah. and they are judged for the works that they did and trust me no unsaved person can do a, a righteous work you may think you can but all their works are unrighteousness romans chapter 3 uh, tells us that very plainly and so they're judged for their works, which caused me to, and they're rewarded accordingly. Mm-hmm. And then they're cast into the lake of fire and, uh, and they'll be there forever. By the way, um, if you're not born again, if you're not saved, if you're not a believer in Jesus Christ, that'll be you. And we don't want that to be mm-hmm. you. And neither does God. Right. Because he sent his son to be a ransom for all to pay everybody's price for sin. Mm-hmm. He became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God 
in him. He bore our sins in his own body on the tree there at Calvary. I did that for every single human being that has ever drawn a breath or ever will. That's right. Uh, what a great God. He's full of glory, full of greatness, and full of grace. Amen. So after chapter 20, and after that great battle, we begin uh, Revelation chapter 21. Yeah. Now, it's been pointed out to me uh, by myself that I sometimes get to talking just a little bit too fast, but that's because uh, I'm excited. Now, I'm not going to tone down the excitement, but I'm going to try and slow you down. if you wanted to. I know it. Okay. All right. So let's read the first part of Revelation chapter 21. And in the first several verses, we see four new things. Let's begin reading. Chapter 21, verse 1. John is... Uh, is looking and he says and, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea by the way this is just a fulfillment of a prophecy that we see at least in two in one Old Testament scripture in Isaiah 65 Verse 17, uh, it plainly says that, uh, that there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. Right. In 2 Peter uh, chapter 3, verses 10 through 13, and let me turn to that because um, it has some information in there that, uh, that maybe you don't find in the book of the Revelation, but here it is. Second uh, Peter chapter three, verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. That means nobody knows when it's going to happen. That's right. In the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Yep. Now, not the people therein. Right. Because the people in the millennial age that rule and reign with Jesus Christ a thousand years are saved. That's right. And then Peter says this, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in all holy conversation and godliness? And you know these things are going to come to pass because they are in God's word. That's right. And then it says, uh, with regard to our living uh, in all holy conversation and godliness, verse 12 says, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved. The elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for a new heaven and new earth. Yeah wherein dwelleth righteousness. And it says that there are, that there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea. Now, 
when I look at that verse that says no more see, I kind of wonder why. I'm not sure we're even given a clue as to why. But well, maybe. And this is just a theory and a conjecture. You know, uh, we know that, that when God creates the new heaven and the new earth, the old one has passed away. And, uh, you know, the original creation was without form and void. Um, so maybe it has something to do with that. And it says but that there was no sin either. Yeah, but it says that be, before the earth was formed into a into a globe, maybe. And, yeah. And darkness was upon the right. face of the deep. But there was no sin at that point yeah. in time. And it was good. It was perfect. It was completed. Maybe God's going to restore it to its original form. Where, where there was darkness, there's not, not going to be any more darkness. No, 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 not when there's darkness. But I mean, uh, with the without sin, okay. there, there's not going to be any more curse. We know that. Okay. Maybe it has something to do with that. Yeah, and maybe sea, not. Sometimes the sea is a is a um, personification of humanity of, of human nations. That's right. That's correct. Okay, let's go to verse 2, and John is still looking, and he says, And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Now, this holy city, I believe, was always built because God knew the beginning that's right from before the beginning that's right that's and right. and we can't be like god we're finite beings no matter how we look at it and he's infinite so that's right we think i could think this this was already existing mm -hmm. in heaven and now it's coming down from heaven prepared as a bride adorned for her husband and curtis talked in an earlier podcast about the hebrew wedding how the bride got dressed up and right. ready to meet her husband. That's right. Who would come for her. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. Now, the tabernacle was a place that was in the wilderness during the 40 years wandering of the Jews in, the, right. in the wilderness. Right. And that was the place where the high priest went in and and the rest where the Ark of the Covenant was, and that was in where the, in the Holy of Holies, in the Holy of Holies, and that's where he uh, took the blood of the Lamb mm -hmm. and sprinkled it on the mercy seat, which is a type of Jesus Christ shedding His blood, and and, and a perfect picture. And Jesus is often called the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world, and so the tabernacle yeah. of God, and that I'm thinking is Jesus in particular. Yes. The, ta yes. the tabernacle of God is with men, and he, that's why I think it's Jesus, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Amen. Now, imagine this if you can. <laughs> I've dreamed about this often. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't even imagine yeah. how wonderful it's going to be. I know. Yeah. It, it, yeah. When I shoveled snow this morning, uh, now I've hurt my back and, and it hurts. 
won't be any more of that in the new heavens and the new earth. Don't make and, me get after you for that again. Okay. He wants to shovel my lawn, my, my driveway for me. That's my son. And okay, let's go back to the scriptures and um, don't listen to my son for a while. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Wow. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. Oh, that's great. For the former things are passed away. Yes. Hallelujah. If I can use an ungrammatical statement, ain't going to be no more of this stuff. You can't get any gooder than that. You can't. Gooder. And then in verse 5, it says, And he that sat upon the throne, and that's Jesus Christ, said, Behold, I make all things new. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. By the way, that verse tells me that the whole Bible is a dictation by God of his word Absolutely to true. men who were before determined Absolutely. who would write it. That's right. I mean, this is a perfect example of that. It certainly is. Verse 6, And he said unto me, It is done. It is done. Well, what's done? Everything old is done. I made all things new, and it's done. Finito. I am the Alpha and the Omega. That's the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. Mm. Say, by the way, did you know that the word of God is often referred to as water? That's right. We're always, we're always going to have the word of God. Yes, we will. Yeah. He says the word. We'll live with the word. Yeah, heaven and earth shall pass away, Jesus said, but my word shall never pass away. That's right. Isn't that amazing? We're going to have God's word forever. Maybe we'll get it right someday, Curtis. Well, I think we, yeah, I mean, we'll have to. Yeah. We're going to be like him. Yep. Yeah. And it says, um, uh, when you can drink of the fountain of the water of life freely. And then it says in verse 7, he that overcometh shall inherit all things. Yeah. Now, I've got to tell you something. Um, when, when, when Christ, when God adopted me because Jesus Christ died for me, then I, I got to inherit all things. Ephesians 1.11 says that I have an inheritance laid up for me in heaven. That's right. Yeah. And 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 First Peter one four also refers to the same thing to our inheritance. Yes. And so, so Curtis, you, and I, and my lovely wife sitting to my right here, have been adopted because oh, we absolutely. believe in Jesus Christ. Yes. And since we're adopted, we're in the will. Yes, we are. And we're going to inherit all things, That's everything right. that he that Jesus has, we get. That's right. That's right. Yep. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. All things. And then he says this. 
and he shall and i will be his god and he shall be my son but the fearful and unbelieving and abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters yeah, you're tired, you're and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone which is the second death and there came unto me one of the seven angels by the way, please don't have a part of the second death. Oh, boy. Every chance we get, we're going to remind people of this, just in case you're not saved. We think that most of our audience is saved. That's why they wanted to listen. Yeah. But but if you're not, if you're listening with a friend who is saved and you're not, please understand, mm -hmm. God wants you to be saved. Hence, we do too. Yeah, absolutely. There came unto me, let's begin back to the text, verse 9. And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the last plagues, and talked with me, saying, Come hither, I will show thee the bride, the lamb's wife. And he carried me away in, in the spirit to a great and high mountain, and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem descending out of heaven mm -hmm. from God. What a vision. And this city having the glory of God, and her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like jasper stone, clear as crystal. And it had a wall great and high, and had twelve gates, and the gates, and at the gates twelve angels, and names written thereon, which are the names of the 12 tribes of children of Israel. So we see this great new Jerusalem coming down, this building coming down out of heaven, and it's got a wall around it, and it's got gates, and the gates are always open, which leads me to believe that we may not be living in this city, or maybe we are, and can go in and out, in and out, because this, this great building is coming down to earth. And then it says this um, on at the on the gates uh, were written thereon. Let's see. Uh, there were names written thereon, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. Someone has um, uh, offered uh, the possibility that maybe it's only the Jewish nation that will live in there, but no. Earlier, it's the Lamb of God, and it says. But it, we, it, we need to remember that Israel was God's elect nation, and it had 12 tribes. Mm -hmm. It's okay. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations, and in them, in them the gate, names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. And so the 12 apostles were those who were sent out with, were the first group that was sent out uh, uh, with the gospel to Gentiles during the during the opening stages of the church age. And so the 12 apostles of the Lamb, those were written on the 12 foundations. And he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city and the gates thereof and the wall thereof. And the city lieth four square. 
and the length is as large as the breadth. And he measured the city with a reed, 12,000 furlongs. And the length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. Let's let's take a look at this building from the aspect of his measurements. Now, furlong yeah. is approximately one eighth of a mile. That's right. So, if there are twelve thousand furlongs, if you do the math, if you do the math, and and we have, that's fifteen hundred miles. Wow. So it's 1,500 miles on one side, 1,500 miles on the second side, 1,500 miles on the third, and 1,500 miles on 6,000 miles in circumference. That's right. <laughs> so let's see how big the inside of that building was, or the outside, if you will. But let's see how big it is. It had it, all four sides were 1,500 uh, miles. And the height of it was the same as the length and the breadth of it, right. which is 1,500 miles. You ready for some math? No. <laughs> yes. Yes, I mean, yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> if you cube mm -hmm. 1,500 miles, mm -hmm. you 1,500 times 1,500 times 1,500. Yeah. You know how big that city is? Well... How big is it? <laughs> the cubic measure of this city, volume of this city, is 26,250,000 miles. Would you, would you run that by me one more time? Please? Oh, I can't do it again. <laughs> it takes a lot of air there. Wow. So anyway... So that's cubic miles, and, and and that's amazing. Oh, by the way, um, the wall, I think, I, and he measured the wall. It was 144 cubits. Yeah. And how how high is that? I, I think it can't, comes up to 216 feet. 216 feet, something like that? Yeah. 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 Ain't no sinners going to climb over that one. Uh, better than the Mexican border wall. <laughs> it really is. That's a lot higher than that. And it says that six, 144 cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is of the angel. And the building of the wall was of jasper, and the city was pure gold like unto clear glass. Yeah. And the foundations of the, ball is, uh, uh, of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. Now I'm going to read to you this array of precious stones you can't find this display at ever in any jewelry store i'll guarantee you no. maybe in a museum someplace but not like this that's right the first foundation was jasper the second sapphire the third a chalcedony the fourth an emerald the fifth a sardonyx the sixth a sardius the seventh a chrysolite the eighth a beryl the ninth a topaz the tenth a chrysoprasis. A what? Chrysoprasis. <laughs> That's easy for you to say. Yeah. Yeah. The eleventh, adjacent, and the twelfth, an amethyst. And the gates were twelve pearls. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of what Jesus is called. Yeah. The pearl 
of great price. Of great price. So every time you see one of these gates, it'll make you think of your Savior. <laughs> and 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 every several gate was of one one pearl. My goodness, have you ever seen anybody uh, fishing or mining for pearls? They, they they come in in an oyster, and an oyster is not, not, not any bigger usually than the palm of your hand, right. and, and no higher than maybe their two fingers high. Mm-hmm. And you pry that that oyster open and there's meat in there it's an oyster meat and and i've eaten oysters and i i did it once and i don't ever want to do it again <laughs> yeah, uh, me too. Did, I, did i hear some amens out hey, there hey, you, uh, loud ones. okay whitey hammond tree amens yes okay <laughs> bless his heart but sometimes and these people who try to uh to fish for or net mm. oysters are not just looking for meat. They're looking for pearls. Right. Okay. Every, and, and, and the 12 gates were 12 pearls. Every, every several gate was a one pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold, as it were, transparent glass. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. Oh, yeah. And the city have no need of light. Jesus was Why? And no need of the sun. No, neither of the moon to shine on it, for the glory of the God did lighten it. And the Lamb is the light thereof. Amen. Now just think about this. <laughs> There's not going to be any sun. No. No need for it. There's not going to be any moon. No need. You won't need candles. No need. No, no light bulbs. No. 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 Yep. And, and no, and no chem sticks. No what? Chem sticks. You military people will understand that. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> he does more than kibitz occasionally. Yeah. Folks. Okay. I, okay. Okay. And 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 it says here, um, that and the lamb is the light thereof. You ever sang the, the, the hymn, The Light of the World is Jesus? The Light of the World is Jesus. Oh, boy. Wait till there's a piano accompaniment. Okay. The Light of the World <laughs> is Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Now, we've done this before. Nobody's told us to stop it. <laughs> not, not allowed, anyway. And the gates? And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no wow. night there. Wow. And they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it, and there shall be no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Now, why? Can nobody enter in? The gates are open. Why can these sinners not? Because, as we read in the previous chapter, they are all in hell, in the lake of fire. Locked in forever. Locked in forever. With Satan. Forever and ever. Satan and the beast and the false prophet. That's right. Now, I think we're through with chapter 21. We are. And are we getting ready to take a little break? We are. Let me read the first verse. 
of chapter 22. Do I have time to do that? Yes. Okay. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and the Lamb. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, boys and girls. Better tune in for the next half hour. We're going to take a brief pause for the cause. And uh, we are going to, when we come back, we're going to start with the beginning of chapter 22. And what a start, huh? Oh, boy. Okay. We'll see you in just a couple. Hang tight. We'll be right back. 